Happy Independence Day, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Life's a Garden. Here on this beautiful 4th of July. I hope you're all planning on having a great day going on out and barbecuing, shooting off fireworks, celebrating this great country. Um, One of my favorite holidays, absolutely. Got to be top three. I love the 4th of July. So um, make sure you're safe. Be safe tonight. Don't blow off your fingers. Uh, drive safe if you are drinking. Just have a good time with family, with friends. And uh, yeah, just let's enjoy this. Let's celebrate our country. And uh, let's get into this episode. Bust out your fireworks, crack open a beer, and let's get into it. It's episode 107 of Life's a Garden. Welcome back. Thank you all so much for tuning in here on the 4th of July, born on the 4th of July, born in the USA. Uh, Like I said, man, one of my all-time favorite holidays. Um, Very excited to celebrate this year. Now, let me tell you, the last two years of the 4th have just not been like what I'm used to. It's not, it's not that they've been bad. It's just that I always, you know, it's just, it wasn't, they weren't great. You know what I mean? Like two years ago, I got bamboozled into going to some party that I was told was going to be a good time. No fireworks. It was just a bunch of like kids, a bunch of high schoolers. So I didn't even get to see fireworks two years ago. And then last year, I I ended up just watching uh, the Metro fireworks from my mom's balcony, which was fine, but it would have been funner to be surrounded by a bunch of people and whatnot. So this year, your boy's doing the only thing that makes the most sense. He's going to Laurel because bottom line, unless you're firing off your own fireworks, I'll tell you what, fire shooting your own fireworks is number one. That's the funnest thing you can do. Get a group of people, go out, buy a bunch of fireworks, and then just make your own show. Even if it's not that, like, you know, grand, like like a Laurel fireworks scene, it's still way funner to shoot your own off. Uh, but number two, man, it's got to be Laurel fireworks. It's just, it's the thing. It's the biggest firework display in the state of Montana. So that's where you go, if you, especially if you live here. And that's where I'm going to go. Now, let me tell you this, too. My, like, I don't know, this has maybe been the last four years or so, tradition for the 4th of July has been I go get Krispy Kreme donuts, come back home, watch the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest, shout out Joey Chestnut, Goat, and 
he's he's got he his legacy will go down with the with the likes of Michael Jordan, Wayne Gretzky, Tom Brady, and then Joey Chestnut. So shout out to Joey Chestnut and the hot dog eating contest. Bring that mustard yellow belt back to America for the what like thirteenth or fourteenth consecutive year? Yeah. Uh no, I watched yeah, I watched the hot dog eating contest and then they do the cornhole tournament after that. So I watched that. And then I'll uh sometimes like maybe barbecue. I haven't decided yet. But either way, we're gonna end up going out to Laurel. My nephews are gonna be in town. That'll be a lot of fun to see them. Uh going out there with my mom and um I think my brother's going too. So it'll be a good time. That's what we used to do with my uncle Don. Uh, I, I, God, I don't think I've been to Laurel in like three straight years. Cause three years ago we did shoot off our own fireworks and that was a blast. And every, every time I've ever done that, that's always been like the top tier 4th of July celebration is shooting your own fireworks. So Laurel, it is this year. I think it'll be a good time. Um, ho- hopefully you guys are all going to have. Have some fun times. Do do uh hopefully none of you have to work, you know. Like that's the I get the day off paid off, so that's gonna be nice. It's a Monday, which is beautiful. I love having a three day weekend. And um yeah, and, and don't forget don't forget if you're going to shoot your own fireworks, don't go to this guy. You're gonna stand there owning a fireworks stand. And tell me you don't have no whistling bungholes, no spleen splitters, whisker biscuits, honky lighters, husker do's, husker don'ts, cherry bombs, nips of dazers, with or without the scooter stick, or one single whistling kitty chaser? No. The snakes and sparklers are the only ones I like. <laughs> of course I had to play that. Life's a garden, baby. You can't miss out on that. Also, quick reminder, don't forget, well, I guess this will come out the day of the 4th. I was going to say, don't forget to leave out a pack of cigarettes and a six-pack of beer for Kid Rock overnight so that he can bring you fireworks in the morning. See that meme all the time, every 4th of July. It's it's still funny to me. I don't care what anybody says. Let's see. Let's get into it, huh? So, um, it's been a it's been a pretty eventful weekend. Um, another wedding. I I was telling you guys about that. Had had two weddings this year. This well, actually, I went to three weddings. I was in two weddings. Went to went to uh. My buddy Brandon's wedding. Congratulations to Brandon and Maddie on their wedding and getting married. So, um, started off on Friday. We did the rehearsal dinner, which was a lot of fun. Went to Maddie's parents' house. They had a in in ground pool. It was a blast. The whole wedding party. We were, uh, they made tacos, so we, we had tacos and swam and got way too drunk. 
I'm telling you what. I I haven't been that drunk for a um for a what's it called? A rehearsal dinner since Max, my buddy Max. And of course, not Max, Mac. Um <laughs> I uh I guess that was only the Let's see. Yeah. Well, out of the four weddings. Yeah, that was that, that was pretty bad. I got pretty tuned up at that. And uh got tuned up at this one too, which was I I told myself be be good, be good because at max, the wedding day, it was hell because hung over half the day having to help set everything up and it was exactly the same this time. Although I will say this, I wasn't nearly as hung over because I wasn't drinking uh liquor at at this uh rehearsal dinner mostly beers but man we, we were shotgunning beers like psychopaths and i got home and i was like woo why am i so drunk but it dawned on me is because i shotgunned like three beers and so you would assume that at the wedding itself because i had such a eventful night before that I probably wasn't going to drink nearly as much as as I as I did the night before. And that's what I told myself. It certainly is. I said, okay, we went hard in the paint last night. We'll take it easy. We'll have a few beverages. You know, we'll have fun. But let's just hang back a little bit. I drank enough alcohol to fill out my summer at that wedding. Uh, first of all, it was out at Oscars, Oscars, uh, Dreamland. Is that what it's called? Oscars park, whatever. Um, great venue. Mosquitoes were pretty bad during the, like as the evening went on, but uh, for the most part, not too bad. Um, of course. So they did the ceremony in like under an awning thing, which is great because it was pretty hot and we were standing up at the front. Well, right when the ceremony started, the sun just happened to peak right through this one spot and only hitting me, me and the best man. We were the only two that the sun was just like beating on our heads. So I'm dripping sweat the whole time during the ceremony. I'm like trying not to wipe my, my brow every, you know, minute so that all the pictures are just me like wiping my forehead. But also I don't want all the pictures of me beating sweat and, just drips going down my nose and whatnot. So other than that, though, the ceremony was really nice. Thought it went off well. There was a lot of people there. And then it kind of sucked that after dinner, everyone just like left. Nobody's like a lot of people didn't stick around for the speeches. A lot of people didn't stick around for the first dance and all that stuff. And definitely didn't stick around later for dancing, but it's all good because the wedding party and the people who did stayed, made up for it tenfold. We were, we had a few drinks on and off before the wedding. It was, uh, I maybe had, I had a couple Coors Lights and we were taking little shots of moonshine. And then, um, it kind of, we, we kind of made it a contest to see who was going to drink the most, which is not good to competitively drink alcohol. And sure as shit, I was bound and determined to win that contest. Um, 
just the beers were flowing like water. And I remember at one point I took the, uh, they had like a bottle of Pendleton they kept passing around and I was just so drunk that I didn't even think about it. I just grabbed the bottle and I was like, and then realized, oh shit, I just gulped three giant swallows of pure whiskey. Immediately handed the bottle to the dude, walked over to the edge, and like I didn't throw up, but I was this close. So, kudos to me for holding that one in. I don't know how I didn't. We were doing keg stands. Uh, we were. I remember at one point I took two uh, twisted teas and I Austin three sixteen them. I smacked them together, just poured them down my down my gullet. And at this point, I was all out of my dress clothes. I just had my undershirt on. Soaked the undershirt, soaked my hat, which by the way I still need to clean. And uh, so I ended up taking my shirt off. Everybody's like pink bellying me. And uh, we're strip dancing on the groom. Oh, my God. I'm just now remembering. Uh, I believe I actually kissed the groom on the lips. So, yeah. Happy Pride Month, even though it's not over. Or it's it, even though it's over. I'm a, I'm a little late to the game. But, yeah. Kissed the groom on the lips. So, that was, that was something I did. Um... Yeah, we took we took multiple shots. I don't even know how I was walking at this point. It was it was uh and of course, of course. Told myself I wasn't going to get emotional and your boy got a little emotional at the end. The alcohol comes on in and the emotions come on out. I was just <laughs> crying around and oh, I love you, man. <laughs> God, I'm so happy for you. Thanks for having me here. And like I was, yeah. Anyway. But there's some fun videos of us doing the keg stands and dancing and all that stuff. So we had a really good time. It was it was a I love weddings. I love any event that gets a large group of your friends together. That's what I like. That's why I love birthdays, because it's all of your friends together. Weddings, of course. See, birthdays are, are, you know, meh. Because not everybody shows up. Weddings, most people will show up for a wedding. Um, un- Unfortunately, funerals are another one. But funerals aren't fun, so we don't count those. Uh, just, just events where everybody gets together. I'm always a fan of, you know, Christmas and stuff. That's That's fine, too. But... It's mostly me going and seeing everybody, not everybody together. I like events where everybody gets together and you're partying with all of your friends. So that's what I enjoy. And, uh, oh, speaking of the uh, the Twisted Tees, too, I woke up this morning and I was like, why the fuck is my ear sticky? Like the Because in- I know I went and washed my face, but then I was like, God, the inside of my ear is all sticky. Yeah. It, it, trying to piece together the... Uh, the events of the night was an interesting task that I, uh, it felt like a, a hangover movie. So cheers to, uh, getting completely fucked up at your boy's wedding. So yeah, we had fun though. It was, it was a good time. I, I was really happy to be there and I'm happy for them. So congratulations to them. 
and uh, hopefully a long and happy marriage. Speaking of congratulations, and speaking of my friend Brandon, who happens to be a huge Colorado Avalanche fan, congratulations to the 2022 Stanley Cup champion, Colorado Avalanche, baby. What is up? We did it. This is only the second championship that I've gotten to see from one of my teams. It's so awesome. Um, it, it it was. I'm not, I'm not even like a huge hockey fan. Like I I I am a bigger hockey fan now than I probably was even five years ago. But when it's your team, it changes it all, man. Like it's just so different. Cause you know I I barely watch the Stanley Cup if it's not my if if the ads weren't in it, and. I'll watch the Super Bowl every year, and I'll root, and I'll cheer, and it's totally different. I don't watch the World Series. I don't... I mean, I watch the NBA Finals, and that's exciting, too. But, like, generally speaking, I won't watch the Stanley Cup. Hockey is maybe one of the most exciting sports when you score, when you win. It was just... And we had a big group of people that were all Avs fans when we won it. It was a it was a really really awesome thing to to be able to experience. It's anytime you get to see your team win a championship, it just it, there's really no feeling like it, you know. And so in my in my lifetime, the Avs have won all their championships. The Broncos have won all their championships. But as far as when I was a fan, when I started watching, when I started caring, caring. They've only ever had, you know, th- these are the only two championships we've had. So, so I, I'm just so blessed that I got to see that. And they deserve it, man. That team deserves it. They've played so hard. They have some of the best players in the league on their team. Shout out to the, oh, they're shooting fireworks off. It kind of scared me. <laughs> um, Shout out to the 2022 Stanley Cup champion, Colorado Avalanche. And, oh, by the way, shout out to the Kroenke family. Holy shit. The, um, the Los Angeles Rams. Kroenke owns the Rams. They won the Super Bowl. The Colorado Mammoth, who is the lacrosse team, won the championship. And now the Avs, who they also own, now, they won the Stanley Cup. And then the Cronkies also own the Denver Nuggets, which makes me very hopeful that they might make some big moves to try and uh, try and get the hat trick, which technically they have a hat trick if you count lacrosse. But if you're talking about the major league sports, the, three ma- or the four major sports, because they don't own the Rockies, get that hat trick, baby. They just signed Nikola Jokic to the... Largest contract in NBA history. Kevin Durant's asking for a trade. I think that we we very much have enough to package a deal to get Kevin Durant. Chances of Kevin Durant wanting to come to Denver, pretty much nothing. So I'm, I'm not holding my breath on that one. But it would be very cool. We would instantly be contenders. So we will see, man. I mean, hopefully the the Nuggets make some moves. I'm just glad Jokic is going to be around for a while. 
Um, let's see other sports. Uh, we just had the big UFC card this weekend. Your boy lost his ass on sports bets, man. I'm I'm starting to circle the drain on the fight bets, man. I thought I was doing so well. I think I'm just biting off more than I can chew. Honestly, I need to I need to do like I need to go back to doing three fight parlays as opposed to the five. Like that that kind of just gets me in a hot water. You you obviously win more, but. I won I won one time on a five fight parlay and now I just that's all I want to do are five fight parlays. I need to stop. I need to keep doing the the three fight even four. Cut it down one more. But yeah, I lost I lost on that. Sean Sean Strickland, honestly, I, I probably I don't regret choosing him. I thought he was really gonna win. He got knocked out. But um and then Sean O'Malley, man, in uh no contest off of eye poke. That just sucks that I had to end that way. Especially because it's, it just sucks because I love watching Sean O'Malley fight, and who knows when the next time he'll be in there. Hopefully soon, because he didn't take too much damage in that fight. It wasn't a long fight. But Alexander Volkanovsky, man, holy shit, that guy needs to move up to one fifty-five. He has conquered that division ten times over, beat Max Holloway three different times. This time, the most decisive, beat him all five rounds. In probably what was Max Holloway's, like, the worst performance of his, like, he, he could not do anything. And he got his ass beat. And then Israel Adesanya comes away with the win against Jared Cannonier. Not a super exciting fight, but it was a great card. I didn't get to catch it because I was at the wedding, so I watched it uh, this this morning. I, I watched it this morning, and, uh, yeah, so... Uh, good fights. It was a good time. And then, uh, let's see what else. Yeah, I think that's it for sports, honestly. So, you know. <laughs> Unless, is there anything else? No, you can't think of anything. So, let's talk about America. You know, this beautiful country that we are a part of um i guess first things first we can start with this pretty big news as far as um uh, the country is concerned or law and things of that nature it's the biggest news of the week really was roe v wade did get overturned which i mean based on who's in the supreme court isn't that surprising that that happened. I never thought it would happen, but you know, you got a majority Republican, uh, uh, what's it called? A uh, judiciary branch. And, uh, yeah, they overturned Roe v. Wade. Now I'm not going to get in the nitty gritty of my, my, uh, personal take or my personal, perspective on the Roe v. Wade situation because I did I did that a couple episodes ago. If you want to know how I feel about the actual, you know, just just abortion in general, go back and watch that episode. Because I, I, I lay it all out. I tell you all about how I feel personally about it. So I'm not going to get into that this time. I already did that. 
I'm just going to, I want to talk about the actual issue of, of what's taken place and the fact that it is now illegal. I do believe if I, I mean, you know, I don't really dive into the politics that much, but I do believe from what I understand, it's going to be a state by state thing where each state gets to decide if it's, you know, if, if they want to make it legal in their state. I'm not 100% sure on that, but I believe that I, that's what I have, have understood it to be. So, I mean, that's good at least. There, there's still uh, places that will allow it, I believe. <laughs> so, trying to think of how to how to dive into this because it is the it's a touchy subject man this is one of the most touchy political topics that there possibly could be is um and like i said i talk about it in that other episode i wish i could tell you which episode it was i honestly don't remember the the number or the title but it's anyway um Mostly, it's just I, I I don't really have much of of an opinion based solely on the fact that it doesn't directly affect me as a man. I know there are things, you know, it, it does in some ways affect me, but it, it's a woman's issue to fight for and to fight against and whatever you know. It's it's their fight to have, and so. What I'll comment on is is the thing that probably annoys me the most about all of it is the the general outrage. And not just with this, with everything. Every little thing has to be a giant public outrage of colossal proportion. And I get it. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying things shouldn't be outraged like you should i'm not saying that people shouldn't be outraged over certain things it's not that it's the kind of people who are being outraged because anybody out there first of all anybody out there who who says that this law mainly affects the poor i don't agree with you because the poor are the ones that have the most babies if you look at if you look at um uh birth rates among among uh households that that would be considered uh poverty or lower class then they're the ones that have the most kids upper class and middle class I think they generally have like a one and a half child um, that's like the average is one and a half where, you know, they have one kid and then the other one's just a pair of legs. Terrible joke. But, um, but then I think, I believe in the lower class and poverty levels, I think the average kid rate is like three per household. So it's like double. So this whole idea that this affects the poor people, it affects everyone equally I don't think the poor people are the ones just like craving to get abortions. Now, the 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 I understand the outrage from from certain people. You know what I mean? 
But the thing is, the people who should be publicly or who should be outraged by it are not out here tweeting about it on social media or or just like shouting from the rooftops about it. They're pissed in their own in their own, you know, circles and they and they have these conversations. But the reason they're not out here going to the courthouse and protesting and all that is because they have lives. They have like they got they got pro- they got other problems they got to deal with. These are the people who legitimately should be pissed about this. They're not the ones going out. And you know who the ones that are going out and protesting and and tweeting about it and talking about on on a you know just make my voice heard like that <laughs> literally they're the generally speaking middle class white chicks who can't be whores anymore that's what it is they're they're not pissed for the right reasons they're not pissed because they um you know they are a survivor of of rape or or you know whatever they had to, they, like the whole rape rape thing like i shouldn't i shouldn't generalize and say that like that was that's a bad generalization but um you know the incest thing or and of course i'm not i'm definitely not talking about everybody in this cuz i'm sure there's plenty who do protest that are dealing with these issues too but the majority they're just they're generally just the the middle class white chicks who can't be whores anymore they can't run around and just like be risky and like just assume oh well i can just get rid of this thing also, hey, just wear a condom. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not excusing the fact that this isn't this isn't a uh, this isn't going to be available for for people who who should have it and, and need it and whatnot, you know, or or just make that decision for themselves. But hey, wear a condom. You know, and another thing I keep hearing is, well, that's next. Contraceptives are next. Birth control is next. Now, birth control, I could, I could maybe see. I don't see it happening. And, and the reason condoms definitely aren't going out of business is, do you know, how much money do you think Trojan makes a year just in condom sales? Like these companies, these corporations, they are not just going to like, going to, uh, tell, like cut, cut that out. They're not going to, they're not going to stop the, the, the manufacturing of condoms and whatnot. Plus, even if they tried, they would just lobby them and, and, and (laughs) pay for them to, to vote for it. Um, and of course. I'm joking about the whores thing. Kind of. I mean, I do believe partially that's true. The people who should be upset aren't racing down to the fucking courthouse with picket signs. They're at home pissed. And the ones going down there are just trying to... These same people who go down to the courthouse and, and, and scream to the top of their lungs, they're the same people who 
suddenly forgot about Ukraine. They were pissed about Ukraine for a week, and now they just don't give a fuck. It's still going on, but they're not talking about it anymore because it's just got to be the next outrage thing that's that's happening now. So now it's just all about the Roe v. Wade thing. And that's all they're that's that's what they're pissed about this week, and next week it'll be something else. You know, it's always something different because they're you know self righteous or whatever. They want to they want to come across as uh, as a hero or as on the right side of history. But um, and then also I read this. There's a <laughs> apparently like vasectomy consultations went up 900% since the Roe v. Wade thing. Again, so you're going to get snipped because you don't, because now abortion isn't an option. So you're just going to get your, your boy snipped when you could just put on a rubber coat, (laughs) put on, put on the rubber boy. Don't be a little bitch. Just throw it on if you don't want a kid that bad. Basically what that's saying to me is they people are so badly don't want to wear condoms, first of all, that they were using abortion. They knew they had abortion as their uh, as their fallback. And, and instead, now that that's not an option, we'll just get this. We'll get the boy snipped. Now, the other thing is, I guarantee you a high majority of these people that are going to get vasectomy consultations or planning on getting vasectomies are cuck-ass little bitch boys that are just, again, trying to be on the right side of history. I'm an ally. I'm an ally to the movement. So much so that I'm going to have my my balls snipped in the name of of looking like a good person. That's I guarantee you that is a high majority of these dudes that are getting consultations are like, well, I'm, I stand with, with the movement so much. So yeah, cut me open. (laughs) Like (laughs) just my thoughts, just my thoughts. Now with all of this going on, of course, once again, anytime there's some kind of big outrage controversy thing, that's, that's a very, you know, um, divisive type of thing, whether it be, you know, the George Floyd stuff, the riots, June, the, the January fucking thing, QAnon, you know, um, whether you're a Republican or a Democrat, like any little thing that's divisive or any big political thing that, that law or something like that, that passes, everybody immediately goes to this. They all, they all start questioning, um, their loyalty to this country. And they're all like, well, this country's better. And this country is better. Like Canada does it right. And, you know, Japan does it right or whatever. You know, all these countries, they're like, I'm moving away. Or this country sucks. This country's going downhill. And and it's always just negative about the country. So, I am going to beg the question. And I'm going to break it down bit by bit. Am I proud to be an American? Okay? 
and I've compiled a list of of the you know obviously I'm going to miss a few things here and I didn't want to go on all night so I will also keep most of these fairly brief in my uh, assessment of these things but I did make a list the pros and the cons of America and so and most of these are political based because that's generally you know these are the amenities that we enjoy or are cursed with as our as our country because there are some there are cons there are cons in here some of these are social aspects too you know so I'm, I I did not order these in any particular way I'm just going to read down the list and tell you if it's a pro or a con and why okay first thing on the list and this is a perfect segue into from what the last thing I was talking about the separation of church and state. This is kind of one of those ones that falls in that middle bubble, you know, on the Venn diagram where it's kind of good, kind of bad. It is good to have a separation of church and state. However, it doesn't seem very clear that that is the case because so many of our laws and um, things like that are dictated on uh, what the Bible says. And that's not a separation of church and state. This whole, the whole Roe v. Wade thing. The whole argument behind that is that, you know, it's, it's like, it's, it's a religious based thing is, is why a lot of people are against it. Same with the gay, the, the same sex marriage thing that was religious motive. And, and so separation of church and state doesn't seem to be all that prevalent. Like the concept of it, this is why it falls in the middle. The concept of separation of church and state, I like. You know, I like that we don't teach um, uh, biblical stuff in in schools and whatnot. We have religious schools for that, um, and and that's another thing. I do like that we have the the option to have a privatized school that can teach religious stuff if you so choose, or the public schools that you don't have to. Um, as far as separation of church and state also is concerned. Um, here's another negative that I have to say about that. I don't find it um, okay that so many of these churches are tax exempt, but yet they are tremendously lucrative. They pull in a lot of money, and um, but they don't have to pay any taxes on it. So I'm... It's it's got to be one or the other. Either you're not lucrative and you don't have to pay the taxes, or you, or you've made the money. I think there should be a, a a certain number that a church can take in where they have to be taxed. Like there's no reason Joel Olstein should be a millionaire. There's no reason for that. And I'm and he yeah he he don't pay no taxes. Um, a pro. This is a positive. Okay, a pro. Same-sex marriage rights and women's rights. There are a tremendously large number of countries that outlaw these things. I don't find that right. I think you should be able to have the have the freedom to be with whoever you want, do whatever you want. And, uh, of course, I think women should have the basic human rights. That's just it. Basic human rights for all. Now, don't get on my ass about, you know, certain people still don't have basic human rights. That's bullshit. In this country, 
everybody who is an American citizen, every single person is is uh, gifted with the the freedoms this country offers. Now, if you want it, we could get a little bit more specific in in like um, the social aspect of things or the uh, the business aspect of things, you know, where, where some things are a little bit more unfair. But regardless of that, so long as you live in this country, you are privy to all of those freedoms that are listed in the Constitution. And I love that we do have fully legal same-sex marriage that is legal and same with the women's rights, the women's right to vote, to work, to just basic human rights. Uh, positive, okay? And this is going to be a very controversial one, a pro in this, capitalism. I don't give a fuck what you think about capitalism. It is a good thing. I understand the argument for socialism or for um, even communism. I get the concept. And the concept of communism always looks good, but it don't end up good, ever. With capitalism, you have the ability to choose your destiny as far as, like, the amount of stories of people coming from the gutters and making... Uh, making something of themselves or, or, or finding themselves in a, in a very, um, a very, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Financially. I don't know. Just, just making some, some scratch. That's what I'm trying to say. Making some good Skrilla. It's, it's, you have the ability to do that. Whereas in like a communist or socialist country, you don't necessarily have that. It's kind of just based on your circumstances and it's based on whatever the government decides for you. So I, I personally love capitalism. Capitalism is, it's (laughs) partially the reason why, and you know what? Here's another thing. All these fucks that say, I'm not, uh, I'm not, Staying like this country sucks. I'm going to move somewhere else. The reason you don't is because, because the money systems in other places aren't as good as here. Like, don't get me wrong. We have our faults for sure, but it's because half the countries in this world pay their, their citizens sub minimum, like $2 an hour. You know what I mean? Like, now I will say that is one negative to capitalism is the whole outsourcing of jobs to lesser I mean there's a whole thing with the corporation like the corporate world yeah that can be a little dicey and not so good. Um another positive, another pro, diversity. Diversity, I mean goddamn the left talks about diversity like it's the greatest thing God ever gave us. But I I I tend to agree with that. I, I I won't say it's the greatest thing. I think there are certain things about that that actually um, cause a lot of hiccups, so to say. Without um, it's just because there's a lot of conflict with that. However, I believe a diverse country is not only a creative country, 
It is a more interesting country. Um, just, just all these different cultures that you can experience. Um, music, art, food. Where else can you get that more than here? We even even if it's not completely, you know. Th- of course, it has its ups and downs with the, with all that. But again, everybody's like, "I'm moving to Canada. I'm moving to fucking uh, Europe. I'm moving to, to whatever, to Sweden or to Switzerland." Because these are supposedly, you know, I looked at a list of the top ten what are what are considered the greatest countries or like the best countries to live in. Canada was number one. And then I believe in that list, Switzerland, Sweden, um, Japan was in there. By the way, United States, number six. Not so bad, huh? Not so bad. Here's the thing. And most of the people that are always like, I'm leaving. I've, you know, fuck this country. I'm leaving. Are the left who love diversity. You want to move to Canada where it's 90% white. You want to move to Japan? It's 98% Japanese. You want to move to, uh, like, okay, Germany, uh, the UK, Sweden, Switzerland, all these countries have at least a 75% or more um, white. And so... And I believe here it's closer to 60%. Still predominantly white, but I mean, we're open to more cultures. So don't, don't, if you move into these countries is actually a more racist move if you're trying to escape this country because of racism. So think about that. Also, here's a food for thought for you. The Europeans that came to this country this isn't really a thought. It's more like a, uh, a generalization comment that I'm going to make the, the Europeans that came to this country and colonized it when they came here and discovered, like when Columbus went to, uh, uh, Mexico, was it Mexico or, or, uh, maybe even South America, whatever it was him going there or, you know, the, the pilgrims coming to America, they looked around and they, you know what they said? I believe I, I, I'm pretty certain they looked around and said, this place isn't diverse enough. We're going to, we're going to diversify this place. We're going to bring in the whites. Uh, we're going to, we're going to culturally, uh, diverse with these with the with the native population we even went so far as to bring over african american or well at the time they were africans we brought them over on boats we 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 the the europeans um they created diversity so you know think about that obviously a joke don't come at me on that one i thought it was it, it probably needs some work on it i thought it was funny <laughs> just saying all of this you know Obviously, slavery, not so good. Slavery was pretty bad. But if you think about it, <laughs> this slavery and, and the annihilation of, of so many uh, native tribes ended up creating more diversity than anything. <laughs> so terrible. 
Uh, I apologize. Okay, let's go down the list. I'm going to kind of get a little faster with this. Um, negative mental health and the healthcare system. I do believe, I do agree that those are not good things. And as far as the gun control thing goes, I don't like, I'm just going to tie that one into this. I believe self-defense, um, having a, a strong military, all that is a good thing. That is a positive to this country. Um, as far as, you know, a lot of the, the bad shit that happens with guns, I think that is definitely a credit more to the mental health problem in this country and the lack of healthcare that we offer our citizens. Big, big, big no. The healthcare. The education system. It's kind of one of those middle ones. I like that we have a public education system for our people. I don't like that a lot of it seems very indoctrinating, where they kind of are indoctrinating the youth and teaching them some things that I don't agree with, kind of a thing. I think there's a lot of problems with the education system. The media, the freedom of press has really gone downhill. Not a huge fan of that, obviously. Um, so where, where you don't really have to, the problems where, where you don't have to check your facts. And if you say something wrong, then, and you don't have to retract it or anything. It's just now a bunch of people will believe that and, and uh, you don't have to really retract it. Career politicians, not a fan of that. Don't like that. That is a negative that I think we should have terms on all senators, governors. I mean, we have terms on president, but we don't have terms on the, on like the majority of, of the, of the, uh, of Washington that actually runs things. What the fuck is up with that? That's why, that's how you get lobbyists. That's how you get corruption. When you get career politicians, if you know a guy's only going to be in there for up to eight years. I mean, we also have term limits for governors. <sighs> that that absolutely makes no sense to me how they how they pulled that off. Two party system, not a fan of that either. That's another negative. I, you know me, I'm I'm independent. I think we should have basically one party, and that's no party, and then just pick the people who have whatever beliefs that they have, and pick them. Um. I think there's a lot of problems with our voting system too. But I will say this in, in regards to that democracy, having a democracy, good thing. Very good thing. Social politics annoys me more than anything. I don't like social politics that that is such a huge deal more so than economic politics or like, you know, real politics. Um, we'll, we'll tie both of these into one. The prison system and the justice system um, obviously have a lot of issues there. I think we have more issues with the prison system than we have with the, uh, because the prison system is more of a corporate deal than it is, you know, for the public or whatever. Um, but I, 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 I like our, that we have a justice system that, uh, and the way our justice system is structured, even though, yes, there are issues with that as with everything, there's going to be issues. But for the most part, I, I, I do like our justice system. Um, divisiveness, violence is always the answer. Obviously, I don't like that. I disagree with that. I talked about that a little bit already. Uh, regulations and things like the FDA, good. So good that we have a, a, a system in place that tests our food, tests our drugs to make sure they're safe. You know, so many other countries... 
like China and things like that, that's how you get coronavirus is you don't have FDA approved meats in markets. Um, here's a big one. Sports, entertainment, movies, things like that. Where on earth will you ever find a better selection of all those things? All the greatest movies are made here by our directors, by our, well, you know, obviously, obviously a lot of directors come from all over, but guess what? It's the system within America, within Hollywood that creates the greatest movies. And hey, diversity again. You bring people in from other countries, other places, other uh, cultures, and they create great art. Sports, of course. Nobody touches American sports. I don't give a fuck about your soccer. Your soccer can eat my dick. It's Soccer isn't even close to the greatest sport on earth. So, UFC. American run. Yes, we get we get fighters from all over the world, but it Dana White UFC that is an American brand. NFL. Enough said. Don't even need to go into detail about that. NFL is the greatest sport platform or anything like that on the planet Earth. And of course, number 1. This is the last one, the biggest pro of all. Freedom, baby. Freedom to speak Freedom to believe in whatever I want. Freedom to... Just freedom in general, man. The absolute number one. The number one on top of everything. Um, you can't beat it, man. And, I, and that is the absolute number one thing that I will say to the fact of the pros and cons. That is the greatest pro that we have of this country is is our first amendment and all the freedoms that come along with it. I will. Um, I, I also happen to write down a couple stats for you just out of, just so you might be curious uh, where America stacks up in so many of these very important stats that make this country so great. Um, just for context, there are 195 countries on this earth. So out of 195 countries, 31 countries um, only allow same-sex marriage. Marriage equality in only 31 countries. We are one of them. Uh, There are only six countries out of 195 that weed is fully legal. Now, there are quite a few more that have medical marijuana legal, but there are only six countries where weed is fully legal. Now, we are not one of those, but... 19 states in this country are fully legal. Recreational, everything. 86 countries, that's almost half of the countries, um, have restrictions on women in the workplace and in society in general. 95 countries, uh, that is, that's over half of, well, actually... It's, it's, it's actually almost half, but 95 countries do not offer equal pay to women. 21 countries are a democracy, making 59 of them authoritarian. So only 21 are full democracies. There are a lot of other forms of democracies, but only 21 are democracies. We are one. I believe we were mm, the first one. If I'm not, nah, I doubt we're the first one, but... 59 are authoritarian governments. 43 countries 
do not offer universal health care. And unfortunately, we are one of those. And I think out of all the problems, that is number one. That is one of the biggest issues that we face as a country is, is the, is the uh, health care thing. Because I think that, that affects a lot of things, honestly. So, with all that being said, am I proud to be an American? Because I did, I, 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 I told you, I wasn't just going to tell you all the good things. I, I gave you the good, I gave you the bad, I gave you the ugly. And um, after, after much consideration, you are goddamn right I'm proud to be an American. Wholeheartedly. I mean, yes. I, okay, here's the thing. I am not proud of a lot of the things that we do. I'm not proud of a lot of things that we don't do. But I'm more proud of the things we do versus a lot of other countries. There's no other country on this earth that I would rather live in. Um, it is, without a doubt, there's a reason so many people seek to come here. There are so many worse off countries than us. There are so many. I mean, the 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 super the super countries like Russia and China. These are these are not places you want to live. There's a reason a lot of people escape to come here. There's a lot of re- reasons why people dream to come here. This is a country where you can work. A nine to five, bust your ass, and make considerably less than somebody that says, smash that like button, and shakes their ass on OnlyFans. You can be a self-made entrepreneur with OnlyFans. (laughs) Uh, This is a country where our athletes and our actors are like gods to us, and they have more political influence than our politicians who are doing blow with corporate CEOs in order to make deals that affect our politics, that affect our laws. Um, We are a country where the media is less trustworthy than idiots like me who have a platform to speak their mind, say whatever they want, and... And offer it to the to the world. I'm allowed to be this dumbass who just talks into a microphone, says whatever crazy shit he wants, and ain't nobody can tell me that's wrong. And podcasters, we're a country where podcasters are more reliable and and trustworthy than our mainstream media. How about that? We are a country where you can be 500 pounds and be told you're beautiful and you can chop your dick off and be told you're a woman. We are a country of delusional liars, but you also have the freedom to do those things. And I'm good with all that. You're you're you can say you can lie to somebody's face and that's okay, but you can also be a fat fat fatty fat and that's okay too. We are a country where you can literally suck off another dude while burning a flag high as a fucking kite and tweeting obscenities about the president of the United States with nothing more 
than a slap on the wrist. In other countries, they'll execute you. We are free to do all of these things with with only nothing more than perhaps a uh, a um, society, you know, judging us. But you will face no consequences by the law. But most importantly, we are a country where if you have a dream, if you have a vision for a better future, for a better life, if you want to pursue some kind of future for yourself, if you want to be a musician, if you want to be an athlete, if you want to be a, a, a teacher, if you want to be a, a anything, if you want to do anything, be anything, you have the freedom and the ultimately you have the freedom and you have the means and the uh the um i don't know the word i'm looking for the resources you have the resources to do so all you have to do is believe in yourself have heart have uh drive and you can do it it's all it's all right there for the taking and you're free to do it so with that being said you're goddamn right i'm proud to be an american there's nothing there's nowhere i'd rather be and if you're if you if you're not happy with this country hey you're more than welcome to leave we won't miss you so that's what I got to say to you. I know we got super political, not something we like to do too often, but it wasn't so bad. And uh, that's the best thing about this country is I can sit here and say whatever I want. Any crazy shit like like women are whores and <laughs> that's why they want abortions. Crazy thing that came out of my mouth today. But you know what? Ain't nobody going to say I'm allowed to say it because I'm because we live in the freest country in the world. And that's all I got to say about that. Happy Independence Day, you crazy fucks. Enjoy your time. Enjoy your day. God bless America. God bless you. Thank you so much for watching. I appreciate you as always. Love you so much. Uh, if you would be so kind, subscribe to this channel. Follow me on Spotify, Apple Podcast. Rate and review. It really helps out. Give this episode a like. Share it. Pass the word on. Let everybody know why you should be proud to be an American. Even though, yes, we do make mistakes. Yes, this country is not perfect. There is no such thing as a perfect country. But you're not going to find one better. That's what I got to say about that. And most importantly, on this beautiful 4th of July, as you're shooting fireworks into the sky with a beer in your hand and loving life and loving America, don't forget, life's a garden. Dig it. You've got to keep on going.